Um, so I realized something. I decided to listen to Joe Rogan because all I hear is Joe Rogan this, Joe Rogan that, Joe Rogan this, Joe Rogan that, blah, 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 blah. So I decided to listen to him because it's not like I hear bad things about him. I hear that he's a great podcaster. He's one of, he's one of the best, whatever. Yeah, and he's very know. sexy too. <laughs> dude, he's bald. Dude, I, I, I have a thing <laughs> for bald men. I, I, Do you really? Dude, one time I was at Nordstrom Rack. But aren't Middle Eastern men extremely hairy? I mean, yeah, they are. But I mean, I never said I really like Middle Eastern men. I mean, when I look at the guys that I think are attractive, I think only one of them. I'm talking about before Loza. One of them was Middle Eastern. Pretty sure I'm trying to think. Only one of them was. I never really had. I never really found Middle Eastern men attractive. Anyways, I was at Nordstrom Rack. I was. Um, I was going to look for a job. I was going to Chicago. Whatever. I was in. I was in the line. And there was a really long line and there was a bald guy in front of me. He's, he's significantly taller than me and he has a box of shoes in front of me. And I'm just staring at his bald men, uh, bald men. <laughs> I was staring at his bald head and I was just kind of, I, I have, I sometimes have a feeling I'm connected to the earth, but we'll get into that whenever we do. But I was kind of staring at his head. I was like, interesting. And I texted my friends. I was like, guys, there's this bald man. Um, standing in front of me at Rack, and he's kind of cute. I think I kind of like bald men. He turns around and he looks over me, obviously, because he's taller. I guess he was looking for someone. And then he looks at me and I was like, what is he gonna say? And he's like, hey, do you think, what do you think of these shoes? And he shows me his shoes and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they're they're great, I guess. Uh, was it yeah, a proposal? Good. Was, was oh it like God, a setup no, for a proposal? No, 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 no. But imagine, wow. like he had the shoe box. And I was like, what do you think yeah, about these I, shoes? And then you you're looking at them and he's randomly like on one knee. One knee with the, nah, dude. But I was just like, anyway, so I'm like, yeah, they're good. He's just like, and I can't remember how it came up, but it came up that I was, you know, um, I was, whatchamacallit, um, I was leaving Chicago, you know, just buying a couple things for the trip. And um, we were talking and he was obviously in front of me. And I was really worried. I mean, I wasn't worried, but I was just like, I freak out in these situations. Because first of all, I was just like, damn, he's a, he wasn't even that cute. But like his bald head made him cuter, I guess. I don't even know. But when I got to the time to pay, he was still at the counter. I was really, really worried. He was just kind of like linger around and he was like trying to, you know, get my number or anything. Again, really fucking conceited up here because I look like trash. You know? Oh, he complimented my hair. He complimented my hair. I remember because I, well, I mean, I sometimes compliments from strangers isn't maybe that they like it. It's just that they've never seen something like it. Yeah, so they come, right. they compliment it. Yeah. So if you see this girl walk in and she doesn't look like she's Caucasian and has red, Caucasian, huge hair, curly ass hair, then it's probably like, I mean, it's like polar opposite of what he is, right? You can see the lights oh, shining from his head. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty white, but um, anyway, it wasn't like a whole, it wasn't a conceited moment per se, but I was just like, oh, like, oh my God. Like, anyway. You know what's really weird that I never, I like, obviously like bald men, right? I had my, my uncle had a stage when he was younger that he like went bald. It wasn't like he has that much hair, but he like, even having little hair and then going to completely bald is weird, but whatever. I I never realized it, I, or I guess it's just, it's weird to think about it, but because my boss uh, at my previous job, he was also like fucking bald, but like the type of bald that shines, right? And I was like, how the hell, like where are his like follicles? Like, where is that? Because like, if you, if you go and separate your hair, you can see something and it's not your color of skin, right? So I'm like, how the hell is he so bald? Like bowling ball bald. So then he tells me like he were talking right randomly one day and he's like yeah i had to like go in and just like i shave my head and i was like wait so when you're in the shower obviously you don't shampoo because like, i feel like my skin is cold i can't even imagine like shaving your head with a yeah like an actual yes reason. yeah ah. and that's, that's something that i never thought about i'm like these people don't use shampoo obviously you don't have hair right which is so stupid of me but it's kind of like Come to this realization at my 20 fucking five years of life, bald men don't use shampoo, but they do go over sometimes with a razor. And he told me that and I felt like my life fucking changed that instant. How is it? How is it so, 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 why is it so shiny? 
I guess because they condition it or something, they no, polish it, it after it, a shower. It literally looks like they wax their ha- hair off. I think it's just skincare then at, at that point. I but know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know any. I mean, I know my uncle. He was pretty bald. Like he had a shiny head. But I never. But like he, I knew he would like grow hair on the sides, and he would just constantly shave those off. But I don't know how bald men do it. I mean, I don't know if like they start balding and then eventually they just kind of decide, okay. Like yeah. When you, when you when you start balding, that I think the hair follicles actually fall out, and then yeah. that part will be just like maybe. So they just go through it all. Yeah, they just go through it all, and then the stuff that grows back—that's what they shave. But did you imagine? Imagine taking like a razor that you used to shave and Other rubbing it on your parts. scalp, dude. Imagine. Yeah, I, I used to always. I used to be really frustrated with with my hair because I never knew how to take care of it. I would always, and I, I always used to hear this thing where if you shave off your head, it'll grow back in six months and it'll grow back better. I was always so fucking tempted. Oh, it's true. You've done it? No, I didn't because my parents, <laughs> but my parents, no, no, no. It's true because I, my little cousin, I had a little cousin and her, her mom was like super, like she was like that aunt that's a hairstylist, but she doesn't really like work as it. She just does everybody's hair. Right. So she had a, a younger daughter and her hair was pretty. But it was like really, it was really long. Like this little girl had long ass hair. It was, it was a nice color. It was pretty, but it was still like kind of dull uh, and like brittle. So one day we walked back home uh, or we, or we walked to her house and I, I hadn't seen her in a week, dude. And then I fucking see her and she's wearing a beanie and she takes off her beanie. Her mom shaved her entire head off. And I mean, she's seven, eight, right? So she was already having like a, like a little boyfriend in school and everything. And she was crying with a beanie. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, it's just so that my hair looks nicer when, when it grows back. And I'm like, that's fucking evil shit. I don't care. Just but buy I mean, her least, expensive at least, products. At least they did it when she was like, imagine doing it. To okay. But it doesn't even look that nice now. And I'm like, did, then she just needs to she needs to buy the right products that's what it is yeah i mean it looks it looked nicer when it grew back i'll say that but now it's like you went through that when you were a child you went through that fucking trauma so that you can go and bleach your hair now fuck you dude, dude I anyways anyways i i do have a point to bring up our executive nothing because he hasn't done shit for this podcast other than complain but he did say you know how my partner likes likes to complain about shit and give his opinion he can't live without it or function so he did want me to bring up this point and ask you he thought it'd be very interesting interesting for our mexican listeners to know about dubai and if you're actually from there because he wouldn't have believed it if he were still in brownsville he didn't know dubai existed so can you give us a brief explanation of what dubai is and uh if you actually do have a home there? <laughs> yeah, very good question. Honestly, I really want to fire our executive, whatever the fuck he is, because he has contributed nothing. He has literally contributed. All he does is give feedback. And it, I'm not saying it's terrible feedback, but it's more complaining. It's like, it's, oh, I want to yeah. hear this. I don't want to hear this. Um. So I will say when I first moved, so I moved, okay, so... Dubai for me, I didn't know Dubai was a thing. So until maybe um, when I was like 11, 10, 11, when I was kind of, I was old enough to understand my job, my, my, my job. My dad was looking for a job. So at the time, actually, I actually lived in fucking Laredo, Texas, which is. <laughs> Don't talk shit about border cities. Not, not here. No, no, no. I'm not talking shit, but if, if, if you know Laredo and you know Dubai, they're complete opposites. <laughs> and I, so I was born in San Antonio, whatever. My parents migrated, um, immigrated from the Middle East, originally Palestinian. Came to San, they got married, they moved to San Antonio, they had kids, and then we moved to Laredo. And then um, my dad at the time, he was in the process of getting his PhD. So he had, he had, he owned a couple of businesses, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, not like, whoa, like, whoa, but he just owned a couple of franchises in Dunkin'. He owned a Dunkin'? Yeah, dude, my, my, my uncle and my dad, my uncles and my dad used to own um, franchises. Like, I know my dad used to own a River City Donuts and then it became a, and then he started, he owned a Dunkin' Donuts. I know my uncle also owned a River City Donuts and a Kaleidoscope. 
and then my other uncle he owned a marvis lab but they've been like they've been in, they've been doing that for a while up until that point but my dad had also been working two jobs so he decided to start teaching after he got his masters he decided to be a professor so um after he started to like that and he was kind of working both jobs he kind of let the donut business go and donut uh, business yeah, dude, donut business I dude so so just quick question here can they sponsor us do can we get sponsored by dunkin oh, donuts dude, i wish okay yeah. i'm done i'm I done never, here yeah you're done here um but so long story short my dad was getting a phd and he had a opportunity to move to dubai so to us we're just like what the hell is dubai all he told me is like dubai has the seven star hotel i'm like oh my god we're gonna stay on the seventh he would show me pictures of it but i had no clue what it was absolutely no idea i knew it was in the middle east but to me the only thing i knew about the middle east was where jordan was because at the time you know we'd go to jordan to visit my mom's family every single summer so yeah. it was like i knew where jordan was but i had no idea what the middle east was i was really young So then we moved to Dubai, pack up Laredo, whatever we move. And Dubai is like a whole different ball game. Like I, it's a great, it's, I've spent 10 years. So I moved there in 2008 and then I left in 2015. I can't do the math. I have a question though. That was 13 years, by the way. Oh, 13 years. I have a question. So out of those 13 years that you lived there, how many times did you stay at this seven star hotel? So zero. I've never stayed. So it's a it's an expensive ass hotel. I actually went there for the very first time um, back in 2019. Um, I went there for the very, very, very first time out of my 13 years living there. So, that, so that's the thing. Like Dubai is very extravagant, but when you come there as an expat and when you come there living on a very normal, so everyone. So when I, when I came to school and I told and I had to tell people to me, was, my dad always told me like, hey, listen, don't mention your Middle East, don't mention you're from Dubai. They'll probably want to take advantage of you. They're gonna want to steal from you. I was like, what are they gonna steal? I was like, I was like, I was like, look at me. I was like, yeah. I, the first time I went to your dorm was because I was looking for shit to steal, but and you didn't, I didn't find, find shit. Yeah. yeah. So my dad was always he was he's a big fan of just keeping a low profile, you know. So when people would ask me where I'd be where I'm from, I'm like, I'm from the Middle East, and you know, they started asking like, where in the Middle East or When I would say I'm from San Antonio, they'd be like, where'd you go to school? And then it'd be a question mark. It's like, oh shit, I didn't really go to school here. So I'm like, oh, well, I went to school abroad. They're like, okay, well, where abroad? And it, so when I told people I was, I came from Dubai, the automatic assumption was I am uh, an Emirati. So Dubai is part of the mm -hmm. United Arab Emirates. And if you are from the United Arab Emirates, you're called an Emirati, not Dubaian or Arabian, whatever. You're an Arab, but you're Emirati. But at the same time, I wasn't an Emirati. Like I lived in Dubai, but I'm I'm not technically from there. I'm technically Palestinian, and I'm not from San Antonio because again, I'm you know it was the whole just the mix of identity shit crisis going on. Um, I didn't know you were hiding it from people that you were that you were. It wasn't. From Dubai. I wasn't. I wasn't hiding. It was just kind of like if I if this sounds really dumb to say, but if I knew people didn't really know what Dubai was, I would I wouldn't go out of my way. So like my my family friends obviously they know Dubai, so it's like how we should look like. Oh yeah, I, I just moved from Dubai. Like you know, people people understand like, oh Dubai is like great, whatever. Yeah. But a lot of people either assume that I ride a fucking camel to school or I have mm -hmm. a Ferrari, and I was like, I have actually none of those. Um, but when you come to Dubai, living as an expat, you know, living a very normal life, you don't get all like you. It's not that you don't get luxuries. You live a really nice life, and and Dubai and living in the United Arab Emirates, specifically Dubai, is it's a cool experience, especially when you're growing up. So. For me, I lived there for what was the math? 13 years. 13. Well, you said you moved 2005 and left when? Wait. No, 2008. Oh shit, that wasn't eight. 13 years. I'm stupid as fuck. Yeah. Three, five. That's eight years. Oh my yeah. god. I was there for only. I was only there for eight oh, years. But it was. I'm it such was such a dumb bitch. Okay, yeah, sorry to the listeners. Me, I'm not good at math. Tell me, tell me something. I don't know. Anyways, so be growing up there, it was never like I had. My parents obviously spoiled us to the best of, of their abilities, but we also lived a very normal life. Like I grew up with the emphasis of saving your money and you can't just spend your money on anything. So people think that you go to Dubai and you just spend cash. I was like, wait a second. Not everyone has cash to spend. You live, you, everyone has lives a nice and okay life. Um, you don't see like, for example, homeless people in Dubai. You don't see that. You don't, you don't see the poverty part of Dubai unless you go into the really underdeveloped areas where you have most of the expats. Like for example, you see a lot of Indian workers, a lot of Filipino workers, you see a lot of those, um, yeah. you know, areas, but for the most part, uh, 
you lived an okay life, like you lived a good life. So it was cool. It was fun. I mean, I got, I, I met some of the best people in my life. They're still in my life till this day. Um, we kind of understand each other a little bit. Cause the thing is when you, when you, when you study somewhere, that's not your home country and like it's everyone's in the same boat it's not necessarily their home country but it almost becomes their home country because they've been there for so long it you just I don't know you just kind of click together you have this it's like you all have this identity crisis where it's like oh where's home oh home yeah. is under you know a failed state so I'm it's here kind, now it's kind of like it's kind of like you went away to college twice yeah so so that, so when I came when I went from Dubai back to San Antonio it was more of an adjustment just like with the people around me because the people around me came from very similar backgrounds very very similar backgrounds they either you know came from one city to san antonio and 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 it was they lived in america their most of their lives they some people didn't even know where dubai was i was like when people would ask me like oh where is that i'll be like oh it's in the middle east and just again there was like always two sides of it like people knew what it was and they knew the extravagant side of it and then there's people who just didn't know what they were yeah. and when you explained it to them like oh do you well, kind of it's kind of like paris a bunch of people don't know where oh, it is yeah. but they know the fuck out of the eiffel tower yeah they know the eiffel tower it's funny it's funny though that you say that because uh when i met you and you told me you were from dubai i made it like my mission that every single time somebody would ask me like oh where's she from i'd say it or i'd just say it without people asking because i thought it was so cool keep in mind dude i never traveled outside of the u.s so wait no i have in mexico yeah. duh but i don't count it it's kind of like not a travel i'm not getting on a plane to go to visit my grandparents you know but yeah it was it was pretty funny for me but someone someone that we knew i can't remember who it was someone legitimately thought i was a dubai princess holy fuck <laughs> I, i can't i honestly can't remember the story but It had to be, it had to be in school because it wasn't my family friends, but someone, when they heard that I was from Dubai, thought that I was some kind of princess because I remember it was a guy. I can't remember what the exact name was. I mean, men are, I mean, some, some, right? But some <laughs> men are just not that, <laughs> some, right? Some. It's kind of, it is, it is weird though, because like I, I was fortunate enough to be able to visit Dubai, which a broke ass girl like me was ne never thought I'd be able to go but when i went uh i would listen to like well my grandparents had no idea what it was my grandpa did because he watches like national Geo geographic shows all the time so he was like excited as fuck for me my grandma had no idea she thought i just was gonna go to like china or something everything everything for the for people like on the other side of spain is like china that's it that's all that that exists right people people don't know geography yeah like not not my grandma she doesn't give a fuck about it so when, when i was gonna go she's just like what the fuck do you need to wear what do you need to do what what do we do right and my dad i remember he's like oh my god take pictures of everything like i wonder if there's like like i can't even imagine it like how are the buildings i don't i like my dad would go on this trip and i'm like can i can i have can i have the money to pay it or not i'm not going anywhere like yeah but what do you think it's gonna be like dude and it was crazy <laughs> and my my mom had no idea either she's just like oh Is it, is like, do Arab people live there? Yeah, that's all they need to know, right? So so when I went, I like getting off the plane, dude, the freakiest fucking thing. And I always tell our executive producer, which is my boyfriend, that I want to take him uh, because I want him to experience the airport. Uh, I know when I got off of the airport and it was me and Laura and Andres, who I hope are listening to it, dude, I fucking weirdest thing weirdest thing the airport was the weirdest thing for me i felt like if i farted i was gonna get arrested what yeah because no one was talking remember i was a silent airport it's am i crazy airport? what do you mean yeah i did not know that oh my god well i mean you really you live there you maybe but whatever but it was like like when you compared it to and keep in mind i hadn't traveled through airplane that much when I, you guys you guys took emirates airline right yeah when i think when i think about that terminal so that terminal is actually very 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 nice so emirates airline has its own terminal like it, it a whole separate part of the airport is literally just for emirates flights but that's like the nicest mm -hmm. terminal but now what i think back at it it's quiet but i just thought because people are just doing well, their thing i didn't think i mean do you I was, parties and, and no i i was told that it was a silent airport but and i do notice it now because like, for example the other huge airport that i've been to is the phoenix uh airport the phoenix airport is humongous and i think it was the first 
time I flew within in America, actually, in the United States. My first airplane f- flight was from Matamoros to to Mexico City, right? So I, I mean, in those planes, you literally don't have any sort of thing like a, like there's no gates or anything. You literally walk directly into to the, the airport. Yeah, into the really? plane. Yeah, like you were literally walking on the concrete and getting up on on stairs to get to the plane. So when I went to when I came to Phoenix for the first time, I was like, I I remember calling calling uh, Jorge and I was like. I have no fucking clue how to get to you. I have no idea. I don't even know what to read. So uh, yeah, so so it was weird to me. So listening to that and 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 the noise and and just the music and people talking, conversing, like it's a background noise. It's not just nothing. And when we when I got off in Dubai, it was like quiet. white. Yeah, yeah, like white noise, very faint, very quiet. And I remember Laura was trying to talk to me. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. I am gonna get scared. Arrested. Dude, if I get arrested, I, dude, and you know the funniest thing? Two funny things of that trip that I need. I feel like it'll be funny. One, my dad forgot where I was. So I had like 70 missed calls from him because a 14-hour airplane flight, right? He didn't he didn't remember that I was like gonna get on the plane. He knew where I was going. He didn't know the time, right? So I had 70 missed calls and he's like, where the hell have you been? How come you haven't answered my call, my calls? My my texts don't deliver. And I'm like, I was on the phone. But anyway, uh, I was, I was on the flight. The yeah, flight? yeah. I was like, not on the phone. Well, that's another funny thing. I wasn't on the phone. And guess why? Because my ghetto ass didn't know that there was Wi-Fi on the fucking flight. Oh, yeah. So the whole 14 hours, dude, I'm sitting here literally watching Tarzan. Because I hate one thing about me, I hate watching movies. I am not a person that can sit through a movie and pay attention to it. I don't know what it is. I just can't. Tarzan was one of my favorite movies from my childhood, right? So when I opened, I saw it there, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. I'll, I'll just watch Tarzan. It's a 14-hour flight. Tarzan's like, what, two hours and 15 minutes long? I couldn't find something else else to watch. I ran out of sleeping pills. I had to wait for somebody else to give them to me. And I was dying, dude. And I didn't think of turning around and looking at other people that were there with me on their phones the entire time. And when I did see them, I was like, nah, they're probably just playing games or something. You don't need Wi-Fi for that. Dude, my no, dumbass the flights are so long that think about all the people who need to have access to wi-fi all the time i think of yeah. company executives i guess but um those flights are so freaking long because i'm the same way i can watch a movie the way i see the time the the flight time is if i'm watching a movie assuming a movie i used to always think movies were three hours long but i guess that's on the those are the marvel time. movies yeah, that's what Marvel movie. Um, but I was like, okay, if I can watch this amount of movies. But the thing is, I, I, I can watch movies, but I can't do it on plane. I, I just kind of get tired of it. And to me, it's like, I'll sleep and I'll put my head down for 10 minutes, what seems to be three hours. And I wake up and literally 10 minutes go by. And I'm like, sometimes I wake up, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've cut my time in half. I don't yeah. know. Those flights are especially the direct ones because you, you took a direct flight right you took a direct from from houston or dallas to direct. those are i mean the yeah but yeah we we went from dallas to to dubai but when you went but when, when you went to dubai like because a lot of people think the women are oppressed there's this and that not Obviously, at all there was, a, there was a huge cultural shock i'm sure of it but what what were what did you expect and what did you see Okay. Truthfully, truthfully, dude, I like, keep in mind, of course I was, I had a good education. I was educated in the United States, but, uh, you can't really say my school was the best teaching us geography or, or, you know, the cultures of the world, not really the Emirati culture, I guess, cause it's also very new. Like one thing, new. one thing people don't know is like how young of us, like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. when, when I, that was one of the things that amazed me, but we can get into geography and, and the cultures of the world some other time. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I expected kind of to get there and just madness, which to me, it was like, till this day, I still think it was one of the craziest things I'll ever witness. And it's, I, I don't know. I just think Dubai is so different than anything I've, I've seen. Right. Like it's crazy, crazy. It's 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 a crazy thing. Not as crazy as, you know, I didn't see camels over here. And I did see camels, but not like on the street. Camels weren't the only form of transportation. 
uh, I did see a lot of nice, nice ass cars and that was fun. I did expect to see all that. I expected to see big buildings and I expected, I just crazy, like, honestly, I thought it was just going to be like, I was visiting fucking like another world. And it was that, but I did, we, we of course had to take like a class before we went, uh, with professor, professor said if you're listening to the said hi, oh my God, I doubt it, <laughs> but, uh, we had to take a class and one of the things he did say was, oh, well, you need to be mindful that this is a different, you know, culture and it's a very, you know, westernized city to some extent, but it's also, you know, just respected when, especially when we go to the mosques and stuff like that, you need to respect it. And, uh, in a way, you know, you're kind of dumb. You really don't know that much about the city. So you don't know what to expect. They know my dad and my mom were like, dude, take like loose, like you're, you don't take jeans, take loose clothing, this and that. Don't show this, don't show that. And yeah, I mean, you, you don't know. Right. But when I went there, I know, and, and, and I've heard a lot of people talk about it now that I don't even know about. It could just be people on social media, like, well, women in Dubai are so oppressed and this and that I've seen people like when we visited the mosque, one woman took off her, her job to take a picture, which is one of the things they tell you at first, right? Like, don't do that. And I just think, first of all, wherever you visit, you're making the choice to visit. You respect their customs and their culture. And that's the end of it. Don't go. If you want to see a place that bad, you'll respect it. But I sure as hell didn't expect to see women in fucking short ass shorts and even crop tops at the mall. But I'm not talking about short shorts that you wear to the zoo. I'm talking about shorts that you wear as a cover-up to the beach when you're not really wanting to wear anything. So I must say, I hope I don't sound stupid, but I did sound, I, I was super, super surprised to see that because it's not what they're teaching you to expect, right? So one thing I'll say is, for example, if I go to a mall or if I'm out, there's tourists. Every, so Dubai is a bunch of tourists and most of most of the the city or you know the country they're made up of expats they're people who come from other countries you know from the UK from Spain from Russia from and, and everywhere um and you can kind of see that the more westernized tourists because they come thinking that it's a very conservative place and they've got to wear loose clothing but it's not like that at all because the people who like live in the country for even people who like you see the the other side of the tourists like the people who come from different sides of the world and different countries they 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 didn't get that memo they mm -hmm. didn't get that memo where you should dress conservatively you see them in tank tops you see them in really short dresses tight dresses and that was actually something that was very not like for example when i go to jordan um i have to always get a new wardrobe i always have to dress very modestly have to wear, you know, I can't wear the tightest jeans or the tightest dress. Like it has to be very loose. I can't wear tank tops. But when you come to Dubai, when I go to Dubai, everything is like, oh, I need more tank tops. Cause it's obviously a hot city, like tank tops, dresses, cover-ups. But when you go to the beach, for example, all the women are in bikinis. Like, it's not like, you know, it, it people really think it's a conservative city, but it's, it's, it's one of the most westernized cities mm -hmm. in that area in the Middle East, I would say um bars and clubs and anyone yeah. to, it's very 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 open and when you go to I the did mall, I did see women in a jet ski wearing a burkini and I I mean yeah you'll get that well dude I mean think about it in my point of view I was like oh my god like obviously I didn't take a picture I took a mental picture I'll never forget it I'm like I've never seen that like I've never seen that but yeah I, I get what you mean like we because it happened to me especially I'm not saying my professor did a bad job preparing us for the trip but he did emphasize modesty respect and and modesty and that's good that's woman. good that he did that because a big part of the arab culture is modesty a large mm -hmm. part of it is modesty so it's it's yeah. not wrong I'm, i'm not saying dubai is not a modest city but it, it does have people who are very very modest but it also has people who are you know a little on the western modest. i don't know i don't think there's a word but i don't know if there's I think a word. I think if people are interested in, in visiting the Middle East, I think Dubai is an awesome place Good to place. start. Yeah. I, I've, my eight, did we say eight? Was it eight years? Why do I not know how long I fucking lived Okay, you, you, five years from 2005 to... 2008, 2008 to 2010 is two years, 2010 to... No, 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 2000, oh, 2008, okay. I, only, I keep yeah, getting stuck years. on 205, yeah. Yeah, no, 208. 
my whole live there a long long ass time long ass time fuck the year long ass time I've lived there for a while and I it's like my parents still live there now um I go back when I can and it's awesome to visit but it's well would I go there live there now would I live there now probably not but looking back I think it was the greatest place for my parents to raise us um you know nothing but good memories um and I, I I don't I feel like maybe if I have kids I'll be and if I want to move to the Middle East maybe it's Dubai because I've seen oh that was also one thing when I told people I'm from Dubai they'd be like oh your English is pretty good I was like it better fucking be I was like I've literally studied <laughs> English I was like what did you expect I was like the most confused oh yeah, yeah yeah like to add to that point before I go to this one but yeah it's it's crazy because when you go over there and you see this like the signs like you know the highway signs everything's in English yeah yeah, yeah and that's dude. a that's a great yeah like to answer the other question it's like I never expected to see that no, but yeah but when if you don't speak English in the UAE or in Dubai you're you are screwed because that is the basic mm-hmm. language that every because you're talking about bunch of nationalities a bunch of people from different parts of the world come to, it's it's like there is no uniform language it's like you need to know english it's every it's everywhere it's funny how english is like the universal language right Dude, i know it's I'm so improper like, and and out, like comparing it to like spanish right it's just so improper it, it, it's crazy that that's but i guess i, had I guess a, it's good uh, i had a professor say that when He told he told us that English is actually actually I can't speak today is actually a dumb version of German. Mm-hmm. I've heard that too. I've never I, I don't know but yeah English has become. Um, the, but yeah, people were always like, oh yeah, you speak English really well. I was like, well that's good because I I <laughs> because I, I was to, born I, in Laredo, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. You were born in San. I'm done with you, dude. Yes, dude. Yes, Ugh. it's very very easy. San Antonio, Jordan, Laredo, Dubai. Super fucking easy. Anyways, um, but yeah, I have a funny I... story that I just remembered. By the way, yeah, go on. So, so stupid. Is but it going about back... No, no, no. It's about Dubai. But I, I guess this episode is gonna be. We're gonna title it "Dalia Lived in Dubai" just so people can have oh, interest. No, this is like my worst nightmare. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm exploiting <laughs> you. What am I gonna talk about, Matamoros? Who the fuck cares? Okay. Anyway, uh, so obviously. Professor did a good job in teaching us that it was very modest. You did a, did a sucky ass job because when we would ask you, what should I do? What should I wear? I don't know, dude. Wear normal clothes. How the fuck am I going to wear normal clothes, Dalia? I fuck told you. you. I literally said, was I wrong? Was I wrong? You, you weren't, but it was hard to believe you. Anyway. I bet you took those floral <laughs> loose pants from like the 70s, right? Right or not right? Am I no. right? No, I, I, I did take loose pants. I'll, I'll show pictures of it later, but if, if people care. But Oh, you also anyway. met my dad on the trip. Yeah, I met your dad and your mom. Oh yeah, you met my mom. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she remembers me, but I remember her. No. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so we uh, we we were pretty much just kind of not scared, but you know you got to be a little careful, right? Like, okay, where are we going? How do we need to act? And our professor did tell us like, you need to act modestly. Make sure you're not like overly showing. You know, like PDA, which is weird because none of us traveling were couples. Uh, Yeah, like don't. You never know. Don't... You never know what's gonna happen on the trip. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, like we we it was it was kind of like just be careful. It's not the same thing as over here. You're not like supposed to be touchy feely with like your friends that are boys. And we did have a really close friend that was going right. So I don't know why this friend, and I hope he's listening because he knows who he is. Andres. Andres, the dumbass. Yeah, he made it his like mission sometimes to kind of get me arrested in Dubai or something because this is what we thought right like shit I'm gonna get arrested if, if they see me being touched by a man or something right and in the mall we were walking around the mall and which mall the biggest one in the world <laughs> Dubai mall Dubai mall we're walking around the mall and I was just like we we're kind of joking around because you can imagine the jokes and he kind of says like I'm gonna, what did he say? 
he's like, oh, I'm going to hug you in front of these people so that you can go to jail. And I was like, ah, uh, no. So I was kind of running away from him. But we were like, we, we, we had just finished an entire huge ass milkshake with cotton candy and, and cookies and shit. So we were like on a high, like we were crazy, unwired, right? And he's like, oh, yes, yes. And then he hugs me and I freak out for some reason because I see a person that saw me like directly. And I, I, I went, but like inside I was like, I, I had anxiety and I was like, this is it. I'm never going back to tacos, to Matamoros. I am never seeing my family again. You're but the, locked up and never seeing yeah, the light yeah. again. I was like, I don't have money to get out of, of jail oh here. Uh, and then second time was we were on the airplane back, right? And he was sitting like opposite of me and he was just being an asshole. And I had this thing where I would spank him all the time in school with his consent you really wanted you really this is on tape you know that i would spank him all the time like just oh, with consent right it's kind of like that sporty spank that you give people um and he it would just be funny right because he he wouldn't expect that at times but he decided to do that to me in the air in the airplane <gasps> i would have never he had never done that dude never no and i think way. yeah yeah he never he said kissy no, Setki was in business class when we were over he here in the economy. He was not. Yes, he was. He, was. Oh, he took my God. father's and Andres's and Laura's father's hardworking money to go sit in. But no, I'm kidding, Setki. You probably deserve it. You, you take care of us. Anyway. Uh, oh, my God. I can't believe he left you guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Business, I'm going to say like business class Emirates. Have you been? Twice. <gasps> Are you rich? Yes. Oh my God. No, rich. Uh, I've been twice. Dude, I'm I'm gonna sell one of Jorge's testicles to go on business that's class. That's disgusting. I feel okay. like that's from it, but it's it's like a it's like a whole experience. And it was like yeah. you have you have to savor it now, because I know for a fact for a fact I'm not writing business class again because it's really really expensive. They've got so <sighs> they have. If I if that was business class, I can't imagine what first class is. On like I've never so I have friends. I've seen it on YouTube. I've have, do you follow Casey Neistat? Ah uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh. Stop stop. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why I made that sound. I started choking. <laughs> anyway. Yes yes I do. Okay, great. I guess who showed me, Casey? Dude, you and Jorge are the same person. Really? I can see. Yeah. I, dude, I used to love Casey Neistat. So actually, I remember I got introduced to him in high school by my friend. She was really into videography. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. He's so like a film dude. And he used to always, like, he used to do this thing where he posted a vlog every single day. I became so obsessed where I thought it was, like, aesthetically pleased. Like, his, his, his videos were aesthetically pleasing. I took screenshots of his video sometimes and use it as a background to my computer and i just used to always i still he's like super funny on twitter and stuff i always follow i don't watch any of his videos i know he doesn't make them all that much but he's he's yeah. a badass so i remember he, he did is. he did a video on the uh on the on the emirates first class but i had some friends whose fathers used to work for emirates um and they used to obviously if you're if your parents if you're you know if your father's a pilot i guess you get privilege to sit first class or business class you you have that you have that up until a certain age you can um sit first class on business and they would tell because they would travel from dubai to brazil so it was like a really long flight oh my god yeah. and they would say i'd like, be terrified of that flight dude that fucking airplane's oh, not gonna dude, make probably, it no it's good it makes it it dude and that's something else every time i'd get on the plane and obviously you would whatever you travel it just freaks me out how how planes get to places. And I know that sounds so dumb. I get it. It doesn't, dude. My mom has never been on airplane for the same reason. I just don't. I, I, I don't get it. And the, the, the scary part is with those big planes, even if one engine fails, it's okay. Because there's other engines that keep up. It's just it's, the physics of it all doesn't make sense. So now but, we're going to explode in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, dude. I remember when I first, before I left to, before I left Dubai to come to America, I decided to watch the Titanic for the very first time in my life. I was what, I can't remember, I was 17, 18. 
What? And I was like, if a ship sinks, what the hell is gonna happen on a flight? I was like, even though I've done the flight before, I've I flew, I've I've made it to Dubai. Clearly, I've made it to Dubai somehow. <laughs> but I'm like, it would just freaks me out. But the thing is, if the world is round, oh my god, this is gonna sound so dumb. The world is round. You don't go across. <laughs> you 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 don't you don't just go over the sea like that's yeah. gonna take you that's gonna take you ages to get to. I don't even know if the plane will make it if you just go straight from one point to another point. No. I don't know if it's because they have to travel like most of the route route or route. Route, route, I don't know. We can't say drawer or Draw. nausea, so. Anyways, I don't know if most of the route has to be over some sort of territory, but you go up and then down. Yeah. And that takes that takes less time than I guess. What I, if anyways. gravity stops working? We just float into the space. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was. Are we done with the divorce? I think I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, yes, because I I do have a funny story, but about Casey Neistat, not about Dubai oh, yeah, anymore. Go on. No, no, no. You can continue with your point. Wait, were what you talking was my about point? just? I don't know. You were scared of falling off the airplane or the airplane falling yeah, off the just, earth. It's just that's like when you. It's, it's terrifying. It's the thought that's in the very back of your mind, but you do think about it sometimes. What's What's that sea that you have to cross though to get to Dubai? Is it the Atlantic? I know that I should know this. I'm sorry, but I whatever. Should this. I, no, I, you should I, know this. No, you should know this. I I should know, know this. It. You yeah, should. I, I've I've stared at that map for so long. I honestly I think, don't know. I think it's the Atlantic. So I took a nap. This is the last thing about Dubai. But I took a nap uh, after I made myself swallow sleeping pills with my own saliva because I didn't know you can call a flight attendant to get water. But I fell asleep and I woke up and my arm was freezing. And it turns out that we were like cl- crossing the Atlantic Ocean because I saw it in the little map. Dude, I died. I think I fainted because I woke up three hours later, but I wasn't asleep anymore. Why are you the way you are? It is the Atlantic, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah you do the Atlantic. Um, but you go, when you leave Dubai, you go up all the way through Europe, through, I'm pretty sure you pass the UK. I honestly have no idea. I should know. Is it but, cool if I say that I've never been to Europe, but I've crossed it? No, right? I, I mean, you're, you just sound like a tryhard. I've been to Europe. Oh, really? Where have you been? Oh, I just flew over overseas it. over it. Uh, It's like saying like, oh, I've been to the half of the U.S., but I haven't. I've just flew. Let me let me tell you this funny story about Casey Neistat. So oh, yeah. since you since you were an avid watcher, you remember what? his his glasses? Yeah. How he had the, the particular white. style of the white. Yeah. So. When Jorge and I were long distance, he would talk to me about about Casey Neistat, right? And I was, you know, when you're starting a relationship that you're just stupid, like overall, you're just a stupid person. You kind of want to get like the cutest gifts and shit. So whatever, at least at least here, I was super stupid. We have been dating for like four months and I was like, so like in love, um, whatever. It was, I'm still in love, by the way, but it, it was kind of like this puppy love type of thing where I didn't have boyfriends in high school, so I never got the chance to be ridiculous with gifts and stuff. So I knew Jorge really liked Casey Neistat's glasses. And I mean, Casey Neistat has one thing I don't, which is money. So he didn't give a shit about ruining Ray-Bans, right? Because essentially, like for people that don't know, he pretty much kind of like does this thing where he buys them and just plain white Ray-Bans. But I thought, of, I thought what had happened with him, with his glasses, is he was somewhere. He was shooting a commercial for Mercedes-Benz in in Alaska. And, right? Yeah, and he was like snowboarding or something. Or, or no, he was just driving the car and there was snow that like... That's a good point. There's snow that just like went to his face. So obviously he had some in his glasses and he looked at himself in a mirror. And he's like, oh, like the white splatter looks kind of cool. So he decided to recreate it with uh, recreate, re- recreate, recreate, sorry, recreate. <laughs> How do you say nausea, bitch? Anyway, some people say nausea. Some people say <laughs> not, not, not. Leave me alone. I'm, 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 uh, Anyway, so he decided to recreate it and uh, whatever. So he has that style from that. So when I knew my boyfriend kind of liked this guy, he really liked the glasses. He's just like trying to figure out a way to do them. It was his birthday and he was going to go visit back home. So I thought, 
I should spend my hard-earned money that I don't have on buying Ray-Bans, right? So I bought some Ray-Bans and I went to Home Depot and I buy like the white spray paint. And I am not, I don't consider myself to be very good at like arts and crafts. So making something to purposely look bad just made, like was so difficult for me to think, right? But dude, I bought the tape. I watched his how-to video a 10 times, memorized it, had it in the background and I went for it. I bought spray paint. I bought the other like tape that you needed. I did everything. And when I finished, because you had to let them dry for a day, dude, they came out exactly how Casey Neistat has them. No so I, yeah, and I was so surprised because I'm not good at anything, right? So I I looked at them and I'm like, these are the perfect pair of glasses. I can't believe I pulled it off. And Jorge was going to get there the next day. It was going to be his birthday. So I was so excited to give that to him. Like, like because I mean, when you get a gift, it's cool that when they buy you something, but when they make it for you, like, I, I don't know. To me, I just think it's much better, right? Uh, anyway, he gets to my house, like, Again, we were long distance, so we were like all like hugging, whatever. And I show him the glasses. And for a second, he like pauses and his face just goes so red. Like he couldn't believe I had done that for him. And I was like, is he gonna cry? And he's like, I'm not gonna cry, but this is the nicest gift I've ever gotten in my life. Aww. And I can't believe you did that. Yeah, so then I start crying. And then I'm like, why? why? I'm emotional. And I just, my boyfriend, I'm like, this is what the fuck, whatever. So Fair then enough. he's like, thank you so much for this. I'm not going to cry. Like, and then like, we just, we were like in my, in my living room couch. Right. So he, like, he just hugs me and we give each other a long hug. Well, through the process of this long hug, something happened where I had to move to the other side. Don't, and, don't. Yep, Jorge had left the glasses there. So in this long hug, we oh, hear a sudden... my God. We hear a cracking sound. This and when I get up... <laughs> well, finish. point of the story, story. Point of the story, I just hear a crack. And I move. And I was like, there's no way. I, didn't, I hadn't looked. I was like, there's no way I just fucked up this very expensive pair of Ray-Ban. There's no way I fucked this up. Like, there's no way that I did so much work for them to look perfect then I fucked them up and I didn't do it on my own right I was pushed during a hug and yeah I the glasses were just they were not there why if why did Jorge not in that moment go put it in a safe go put it I mean obviously you don't put sunglasses in a safe <laughs> but it's it's his fault it's his fault it's 100% our sound engineer's fault I think this further <laughs> sound- goes to show how useless <laughs> He can be. He is, yeah. Was he sad? I guess he didn't, he couldn't show it because it's not like he was going to get angry. Like, what the fuck? My glad, you know, it was kind of just like. Did you ever, did you think oh, like that again for him? I did, but I didn't have the heart to spend the money on the Ravens again. So I'm just like, nah. Yeah, but those are, those are actually, so I know you guys watched um, Winter, Fal- Winter Soldier. He Fal- did. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What is it? Something, something. So. Anyways, at the end of the, I don't want to spoil. What are the odds that there's someone who's listening to this? First of all, maybe two out of twenty. Actually, no. How many people voted? Yes, on the Instagram thing, like 40, 50, 60? I think sixty. But there's no way they're listening to this. No, I don't know. So I think maybe one out of sixty. Um. So in the scene, I'm just gonna spoil it. Whatever. Spoiler alert! So I don't get canceled. Whatever. Um, at the end of this, at the end of the first episode, you see um, this character. I won't say who it is. You see this character in a mask, and on Twitter the next day, it was really funny because he actually looks exactly like Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. And like someone tweeted, Casey Neistat, is that you? And Casey Neistat replied. And it was just really funny because I was like, damn, when I saw that on TV or when I first saw it, I also thought it was Casey Neistat, but. Anyways, that's the whole Casey Neistat. Again, I don't really watch him. I keep up with him on Twitter and social media and stuff, but um, that's about all. Wait, did I talk about Joe Rogan? You started off saying that you... No, you never did. You just started... You talked about Joe Rogan and then we went into the bald thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah! Oh, okay. Anyways, like I was saying, so I've decided to listen to John Rogan. Joe. 
Joe Rogan. I knew I said it wrong. I knew I said it wrong. Uh, Good Rogan. for you, though. I'm very happy you you walked but over. But wait. Um, I was listening to it while I was at work, and I was like, you know what? It's, I can, I can. I used to listen to podcasts during work, but I used to listen to kind of Dumb. very yeah. W- one of them was like a murder podcast where these two girls they would talk about you know murder stories like that actually happened, and that was kind of entertaining. What was the name of that? I think I heard oh, it too. Oh, uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I I, rem- I remember some sort of thing where like one of them is like very sadistic, right? One of them's like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I, it was okay. I can't remember. I didn't like it, but whatever. I also listen to, you know, some influencer, like, couples. Like, for example, they have podcasts. They're usually fun to listen to, too. So it's very, very surface level. So, like, whatever, I'll listen to Joe Rogan. He's, he's apparently the, you know, best podcaster. He pod so many okay. people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm listening, and, and I asked you, I was like, which one should I listen to? And you told me, listen to the, you know, you gave me a good list, but I decided to listen to the most exhausting one, which was the Alex Jones one. Mm. and i was like you know what i want to listen to this crazy i want to see what's the craziest thing he'll say and it was to the point where i couldn't keep up i i, I couldn't keep listening to it i was like I, I don't know what he's saying he's 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 not he's rambling but i mean he, he obviously has a point but i could not keep up what he's saying anything that they were talking about i would have to constantly google because they obviously are all together in the same room they're oh, it's probably all- dangerous to google the shit that alex jones says they were talking about some something that was in the news so it was very oh, okay. so I, I i googled like what were the what happened because again i couldn't remember because i guess mm-hmm. like, it was recorded a while ago so i was like recalling like trying to pull up what it was it was just so hard to keep up so i stopped listening to him and then i, I listened to someone else and i listened to the ben shapiro one and it was also the same thing i just couldn't keep up and that's when i realized i don't think i can multitask in the sense of listen to something and truly pay attention to it because to me, I know some people are like, oh, but that's the beauty of a podcast. You can listen in and out. Not to me. I need to know. I, I need to, like, be aware of the conversation because I want to I want to be able to, you know, be intrigued. Same. Yeah. And I noticed that on Spotify, there's actually, you can see the actual videos. I was like, oh, I wonder if it'd be easier to watch the videos. But at that point, it's not really a podcast. You're just kind of watching videos. You're just pretending and- to talk to somebody and be the, just yeah, there and watching them. Yeah, and it's them. also, the beauty of a podcast is to listen to it in the background. But to me, I think I listen to more surface level conversations in the background. Yeah. Maybe like, I would never listen to our podcast, for example, um, <laughs> because it's just, it's me and you. And I know how stupid we can sound and how stupid our conversations must be. Well, thanks for the marketing there, Dalia. You're welcome. I don't know. Do we want to hire a marketing coordinator? We can. We can. We can have our executive producer do that. Our executive producer is barely an executive producer. I don't even know why you titled him the executive. Producer. I I don't know. I wanted to say say sound. He has engineer. not produced. He hasn't produced anything. He's just a useless piece of. Yeah. But you still fine. But yeah. Long story short, is I don't think I'm a podcast person. Podcasts are very, yeah, like when I listen to him, like Joe Rogan, it's like some people I can keep up with other people I can't like at all. And the other day I was listening to ours, the, well, the first one, because there's another hidden episode. There's like two hidden episodes. Yeah. And I was listening to that and I was actually entertained. So you were. Yeah, but it, it's because I'm a, I, I, I am a podcast person in the sense that I want to listen to I want to listen to podcasts where I'm not paying attention to anything else and just that. But I also like podcasts where I'm cleaning the kitchen and I'm thinking about something else and I have no connection to the topic and it's just stupid white nose and noise in the back. So I, I don't know. I think this one could be both this one, this first episode, if this is the first episode sounds like it'll be that white noise in the back with like, you know, it's moments, which is good. I think it, it's good because there's all types of people that listen to all types of things. So, man, let's talk about the first two episodes. Those were just everyone kept on asking, like, "Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast?" I was like, "I don't know. We're trying to figure out how to even do a podcast." The conversations were so how to edit it, and yeah, and I've been trying to edit those, and for some reason it keep getting blocked. But I think I found a way. Apparently, you can edit them on YouTube. So really, yeah, I just heard that. I actually heard that today in a podcast. So I was like, technically, you shouldn't be editing anything. It's our executive producer, <laughs> sound engineer, who should be dealing with that. So I think he's uh, misusing. He's fired. I'm gonna. He's fired. Him. I think you should fire him. Yeah, he should be gone. But he doesn't, he doesn't do enough for what we pay him. He doesn't do anything for what we pay him. <laughs> he just gives us his opinion. 
Dude, how do you feel about unsolicited advice? Mm, depends on who it's coming from, but I think most of the time it's pretty annoying. Like when you when you when you say something and people assume that you want advice and they kind of give their two cents, that makes me want to scream. I was like, because they're like, well, if you ask me, I was like, but that's the thing. Did I ask you? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't know. Sometimes, no, actually, most of the times that I've gotten unsolicited advice, I've probably not ended up in a good conversation. Just me kind of like trying to get out of it. But uh, I guess like when it's unsolicited, when you're talking to a friend about one issue and then they start to bring up advice about something else, if they see a connection, then it makes sense. Then it's like, oh, dude, thanks for that. But other other people just are. I feel like people just love to give their opinions on things, regardless if you ask for them or not. Well, it's the the narcissist in all of us, right? That's why you and I started a podcast is we actually think someone's gonna listen to it. I'm gonna make my boyfriend listen to it. I'm gonna make our executive sound producer engineer. Something. He's actually he he gave us good feedback on our first episode. But your I mean, boyfriend, your boyfriend did I, too. Yes, he is my boyfriend. Why do you emphasize that he is my boyfriend? I said your boyfriend gave us good feedback. I don't know oh, if you're talking yeah. about good advice about. Oh yeah, one. yeah, he gave good feedback, but I mean, it's not like we're using it. It's, I mean, I don't know what the style of these conversations will be like if there. Will so be we took we good. took your boyfriend's uh, feedback for the one that we recorded last time, and then I don't want to say we took my boyfriend's advice for this one because I don't want to give him credit. I mean, but... we talked about Dubai. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about Dubai. I thought I'd rather introduce it in a funny way instead of, hey, Dalia, so where are you from? Dude, we were so like, so today we're going to talk about settling. Cute oh. podcast music. Welcome to our podcast today. Today, we're going to talk about settling. You sound so different like that. Really? Yeah. With the mic closer to my... To your face, yeah. How does it sound? Well, you sound different too. Better. Give me your best radio voice. I don't know. I don't feel like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Come on. It's like 11 PM. You have the radio on, you're driving. What's what do you supposed to be like a sexy new I mean, radio station? It depends what you're listening to. I mean, if you're listening to that, I don't know. I want to, I want to say something, but it's, inappropriate yeah 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 said too many inappropriate things i want to keep this pg-13 uh clearly you did that when you reacted to casey neistat what do you mean oh the hugs Osuna. Hugs. <laughs> no not the long hugs when we when you when i asked you if you knew who casey neistat is and you freaked the fuck out <laughs> Okay, 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 wait. What were you going to say? Should we finish this? Yeah, you want to finish it? I don't know. I just want to say in the previous versions of this, uh, Dalia has done the Osuna impression. And Osuna, I was kind of. Nikki, was, Nikki, Nikki Jam. <laughs> I was kind of like sad that we weren't going to use the other, or we don't know if we're going to use the other ones because of that precious moment at the end. But I'm glad she brought it in. So if you're listening, this is your treat for, for staying with us until the end. Yeah, it, every time I listen to an Osuna song, dude, when I was upset a couple of days ago, I legit listened to Osuna. I don't know why, dude, he's the fugly motherfucker, but he is so, his music is catchy. It is. Uh, and I'm weird. starting to, I'm starting to, ex- <laughs> I'm starting to expand my, um, would you call him Nagaton? He he's is, yeah. Guy. Well, he's, he's characterizes i would just say latin music i'm starting to expand my latin music after i discovered how he looks like so i'm i'm not i mean every time i listen to osuna i don't feel great about it um just because (laughs) i don't know i don't know what it is i honestly don't know i mean i I can't think of someone else who i enjoy i like anuel i like i like bad bunny i like bad bunny is very good I used to like Maluma, and then I just kind of fell sick of him. Honestly, I don't know why. <laughs> I just can't stand him. Uh, I don't. Yeah, they're all they're all have pretty good music. See, I'm very open to Spanish music. What Arabic music do you know? Um, you are racist. I am. I'm just joking. I I actually there's when we were in in a taxi in Dubai there was this uh 
this taxi driver he had the best playlist dude and i was just sitting there like amazed at how good his playlist was then i was like i'm gonna remember a part of the song i'm gonna remember it and i'm gonna google it i googled it and nothing ever came up so What's i can it? do it it was just a song i don't know anything Wait, that because I... I was shut dumbass so <laughs> that's why Oh my god, did I tell you? So I've never, uh, when I, this maybe will be the last thing. So I truly feel like I've lived the luxurious Dubai life after I've moved away from Dubai because the last time I went, um, I went back in December, whatever, and I was surprising my parents. So I, I knew I knew I was going to take a cab home. So taking a cab in Dubai is so normal. Like it's, they're everywhere. They're cheap. You, you take, you just take them everywhere. You can get them everywhere. So and everyone kept on asking me when I tell them, like, I'm surprising my parents, like, who's going to pick you up in the airport? I'm like, a cab? I was like, hello? Like, why would I? It's very easy to get a cab. No. So I get off the plane, go through the hell of the airport, which wasn't silent, by the way. Like, the airport that day, well, it was mid-pandemic, whatever. Um, zoo. It was, literal, it was a literal chaos. And I get to the taxi line, and I get to the front of it after, like, 20 minutes of waiting. And... I don't have, like, I did not convert money to pay for a very, like, I knew exactly how much I needed to get home. So I literally converted a small amount of money to get home, just to get me home. So I'm, you know, everything, they're trying to move it very fast. They're trying to get people in the cabs, whatever. So they call me up and in Dubai, you have private taxis. You have these things where like you ride luxurious cars and they're private taxis. Obviously you pay a higher fee. So I'm just wanting to get in the regular yellow taxi, whatever. So I'm in line and the guy tells me, he's like, okay, come up. And I'm coming with my fucking suitcases, whatever. Um, and they tell me to wait in a certain line. And then um, a Tesla comes by and I was like, oh, that can't be for me. It's probably for the guys that are, cause there was a couple guys behind me. I was like, for them. So the Tesla pulls up and they're like, for you. And I was like, I literally looked at the car. I was like, um, <laughs> I was like, okay. And like people could tell that I was not, you know, expecting it yeah Yeah. i was like okay and i knew tesla's doors were a little funky but i just didn't know how i again i'm really dumb when it comes to these things i don't keep up whatever you drive a yaris how would you know what exactly i drive a doors are i drive a 2015 toyota yaris if you're listening to this my yaris (laughs) is in perfect tip-top condition and i know you (laughs) wish you had it anyways so i'm trying to open the door but i'm like wait I know this shit is not what it seems. I was like, hold up. So I literally just kind of like go and the door comes up and I'm like, what? (laughs) In my mind, I'm shitting about two things. I was like, I've never been in a Tesla ever with butterfly doors. And how much is this taxi going to cost me? Because I don't have the money to pay for this. Like, I can't imagine riding a Tesla is cheap. So I get in the car and I'm I'm literally just freaking out because I'm like, do I have to call my sister to come bring me money? Like, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, I live in a... So like, why wouldn't you just call your sister to come bring you, like, My sister doesn't up. drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the whole point... And also, give away the surprise, because obviously... She's oh, yeah, yeah. Her, so yeah. So in my mind, the first thing I do is I asked... This, it was so ghetto of me. I was like, how much is this going to cost me? Because I was so worried. And he <laughs> and it was really, really cheap. It costed me exactly the same as it would yeah. have to get me home. And I was like... Maybe this is my life now. Maybe I, I can level up. I can ride Tesla. But it's funny because I've, I've, I honestly feel like I've lived the luxurious Dubai life after I've moved from away from, like I've lived in Dallas now, whatever. But every time I go back, something really cool happens to me. And I guess that I've been in a Tesla, Model X, as they call them. So now officially, Jorge hates the shit out of you. Yeah, dude. So I asked him actually. This maybe this this will this is the official last thing I'll say. I asked him if um, the car auto drives. Again, I don't know shit. Truly, I don't know anything. And he told me yes, but they've actually disabled the autopilot in the car um, because I guess in the Middle East, like some city or in the UAE, some cities like the lanes are a little janky. I'll say. Mm-hmm. You know, Dubai has like really good infrastructure, but they had to turn it off because of if they're if if the car is unable to d- detect straight lanes, it wouldn't be able to know where to drive. So I was like, damn. So they really brought these Teslas just for the sake of the name, because the beauty of a Tesla is the high tech part of it. Where yeah, well, some people buy them without getting the autopilot because autopilot, the auto. Really? Yeah, because the autopilot is like 
like for example we we've looked at it like the base model all this stuff and there's a price and then it asks you like do you want to add autopilot and they're like you can choose yes or no and when you choose yes it's like 10 15 grand extra to the car so yeah. i think i think people that have, have them without autopilot it's mostly just like well you are obviously driving an electric electric car now but it's also like there's games and shit in the dashboard it's a whole yeah. different thing but without the autopilot i wouldn't get one because it's just like hmm. i remember Let's... i did a project back in school and we decided to do tesla but tesla back then wasn't tesla what it is now obviously i remember we when we were doing the research on it um I guess Elon Musk didn't patent the technology for the electronic car. Like he left it, you know, so other car manufacturers can use that idea and implement it because he truly wanted, you know, more. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's true or not. But I think I, I was going to say, I think that's why he did it. I think he said really? that. I think he said that the reason he didn't like patent it was because he wanted other people to get the same idea and start, you know, because at the end of the day, he would benefit also because you know the the supercharging stations there's a lot of them in the country but not like i mean if you if there's many more we obviously benefit because there's more electric cars so it's easier for long road trips and just you'd never run out of battery so i think that's why he did it i don't know we'd have to ask or we'd have to google we'd have to ask google but Okay, you're yawning and I've already said Osuna, so that's <laughs> the end of the podcast. How long has this been? I don't know. Let's see. <gasps> Is it two hours? Is it even recording? Yeah, it's it's recording on my side. Okay. Pausing. Well let's let's wait, let's finish this. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, whoever's there. We promise we, we'll take feedback. I always say this. We'll take feedback if you think this was not that fun or it was super fun. If you like this format, if you'd rather have like us answering questions that we ask each other, tell us. We want to know. We're doing this for fun. And I don't want to take the feedback, but Katia will. I'll take the feedback because Dalia obviously just said she hates unsolicited advice. So you can direct it to me. But thanks, Dalia, for sitting with me. Thank you, today. Katia.